Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 266. That's what we're on. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And let me introduce everyone to the new podcast format, Among Us Talk, where every week we bring you the latest Among Us news, updates, balances, highlight reels. It's so funny. No, we were playing Among Us. I know. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Just the two of us. Yeah. We've finally gone crazy. We're back. We're talking about uh, some trailers this week, more The Boys, and we're getting back to the Britney theme, or the reoccurring... It's really just the, if we didn't have anything else to watch, we watch a chick flick. You're breaking the fourth wall for the listeners. Yeah. (laughs) I want to be honest with them. So how's your week been? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. After the holiday weekend, I had a... Felt like a short week. It was four days, but it went by really fast, and then... Uh, what felt like a short weekend as well. Yeah, because you went from a four-day weekend to a two-day weekend. Yeah. I can't do anything. Yeah. But you did do stuff. What did I do? You beat a game. I did. I beat Ocarina of Time, and it was not the first time I beat it. It's just been a long time. And was it 100%? Can you, like, verify that it... Does it say 100%? It doesn't say, like, the percentage, but I did everything i needed I to do it. like i could have probably done more fishing and gotten the biggest fishes but i didn't give a shit about it i hate fishing okay i hate it so, i got enough to get all of the heart containers and all of the heart pieces i got all the sculptulas i got the highest amount of like wallet space i think one thing i missed was the amount of arrows i could hold i think i could have done one more and gotten more in my bag but i honestly don't know or remember but was that a thing in majora's mask your quiver like could you increase your quiver probably oh huh. i just don't remember that being a thing at all i don't remember oh. i'll find out so you 100 percent at all the useful things yes you know did all the side quests that i was aware of followed a guide to make sure yeah i like following guides just mm. to make sure like mm-hmm. you said yeah but it was annoying because the final boss, Ganondorf, obviously, was a lot Spoilers. easier than some of the other bosses. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the boss for the Shadow Temple was the hardest. Uh-huh. And that was... I don't know at what point in the game you can do it, but I did it kind of towards the end. And that was absolutely the hardest boss of the game. Right. Before I figured out how to actually do it. Can you do the temples in any order? probably but there's like a recommended order okay yeah like usually you do the forest temple first like you have to do the forest temple first i think right your introduction to the temples and then you just kind of get led to the other ones by navi so got it she kind of makes you go in a certain order but i think you could easily do the rest in any order okay i just didn't know i think i could be wrong but i'm assuming you you always do it in the same order yeah I think as long as you have Epona, you could pretty much do all of it. Yeah, as long as you have Epona and the grappling hook, but you probably get the yeah. grappling hook before Epona. Uh, you can get Epona like as soon as you become an adult, mm-hmm. and you get the grappling hook from the Forest Temple. I think so. Yeah, because that's how you get up there. So now that you've beaten this game, how many other Zelda games have you beaten? Majora's Mask. Good. I. Pretty much didn't play any after those two games. Nintendo 64. Yeah. Okay, then. I played Wind Waker, but I never beat it. Um, I couldn't get used to, like, the art style. 
the it was cool it was just different and i was hoping it'd be more of the same but it wasn't which you know that's fine my sister played twilight princess and then i think that's it okay i watched you play a little bit of breath of the wild right and do you think that'll be your next new game you start or maybe yeah okay I'm thinking about it. I can't decide between that or um, Super Mario. Skyrim. Galaxy? Odyssey. Odyssey. How dare you? I can't remember. I wanted to know your Zelda lore, because where do you rank Ocarina of Time as far as... Because I, I think every person that plays video games has like their nostalgic video games, like the games they first started playing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, where would Ocarina of Time rank amongst those? Like, would it be in your top three video games or top five video games? So you're not asking me to rank it against other Zelda games. You're asking me to tell you about my nostalgic games. Yeah, just like rank it compared to like your childhood or if it's even like even considered modern games or compared to modern games, like how would you rank Ocarina of Time? Um, I don't know how I would rank it. Good. I don't need a number. Yeah, okay. just like better, like say Sly Cooper or Final Fantasy X, because I know you really like those older games. Yeah, I have a lot of like. I just kept replaying the same games when yes. I was a kid into my adulthood. Like I've played Sly Two, Band of Thieves, like thirty times, and you haven't beaten it on the Sly Collection. I don't think. Not I think yet. you beat the first one and then started the second one. I don't remember beating the first one, but if you say I did, then cool. I'm pretty sure you did. Cool, because I don't like it as much. <laughs> So I don't have to, and now I know I don't have to go back and play it. I could be wrong. Yeah. But um I yeah, I think Ocarina of Time's up there with my like nostalgic games. Mm. It's probably the best objectively of yeah. all the nostalgic games. Like because... I think if that made it into your top three or was your top game, like you wouldn't really get too much pushback. Yeah. From internet. Yeah. I think if I put Sly up there, people would say I'm stupid, but it's a fun game. Or Luigi's Mansion too. Or did you play the first one? I played the first one. Okay, sorry. Yeah. That's a good game. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy X is just kind of cheesy, but it's still fun. I mean, it's a JRPG. Yeah. Um, I used to play Tony Hawk's Underground a lot, and I've actually been getting the urge to play it again. You know that they just redid that? Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like... Because all people talking about it, and I was like, I have it. I can just go put it in the fucking PlayStation. I don't know if we have the right cords for the PlayStation, though, for the PS2. Yeah, I have all the cords. But I don't know if our TVs have the red, white, and yellow. <gasps> yeah. I mentioned that to you before with the Nintendo. I was like, we need, like, a converter to play these. Oh, we're getting games. a goddamn converter, then, because I want to play it. Goddamn. Um, I can't remember any other games I used to play. There were a lot. I'm sure. Mario Party. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like that's such a weird kind of game to put in like a top list. Yeah, but it's just for like nostalgia purposes. I mean, like we had probably like five GameCube games when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and that was one of the five. So we played it all the time. Right. And then Super Smash Brothers, which I hated because my sister was too competitive and it got annoying. But you love Mario Party. Yeah. Well, she was just a goddamn <laughs> baby about Mario Party. But I liked Mario Aren't Party. Aren't we all? I'm not. We're all babies when we're losing in Mario Party because yeah. it's not fair. Yeah. Oh, there was this like snowboarding game we had on GameCube. Um, it just had a really cool soundtrack. SSX3. Sex3? SSX3. I'm looking it up. It was just like a snowboard racing game, but I got really good at it. What was that Nintendo 64 snowboarding game? I don't know. Diddy Kong Racing. 
that's up in my top three. Okay. That's a good ass game. Fuck. Snowboard Kids. I've never heard of that. Oh, uh, that that's mm, mm-hmm. that's a good game with creepy. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you've seen it. Seen those crazy characters, crazy kids. No. Anyways, let's get out of this nostalgic hell. Wait, there's one more game from. Um, what was the first Nintendo called? Super Nintendo? No, the first one. Like the original Nintendo. The Nintendo Entertainment System? Yeah, sure. NES? Yeah, NES. Nintendo. It's a baseball game. I think it's Baseball Stars. Oh, hell yeah, it's Baseball Stars. Okay. That was That's when it, that's in my nostalgic games. So I'd probably say top five. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Those are two. Okay. Um baseball stars diddy kong racing and sly interesting interesting like for nostalgic factor and the ones i actually had the most fun playing oh yeah however you want to rate them that's fine that's how i'm rating them not in an order but definitely those five needs to be in order i'm not ranking them in order anyway that's cool after i beat that we played the most popular game right now Mm -hmm. called among us yeah you love it do you like it that's fun yeah okay. it's, since we don't we're gonna have a game night coming up but um it's not as fun with randoms and i'm sure everyone listening knows that it can be fun though like if you get a good group going yeah it can be hard to find that exactly yeah. yeah we found a couple like good ones and then maybe we played two games and everyone kept leaving right yeah because often we were dealing with people that would get found out and they would just leave. Yeah. Or they'd die first and, and leave. Leave. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't want to wait in the lobby. Be more fun with people you know, but it's sweeping the world right now. Yeah. Every time I go on Twitch, everyone in like the sidebar is playing it. Who are you people? It's fun. It's easy. It is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd read that because it like came just overnight sensation yeah rather than expanding their servers they're like we're just gonna make a sequel okay yeah and just like probably make it better i i would say like they would have that sequel coded better yeah whereas this one like i can't call how many times we try and join a game and it's like oh disconnected oh matchmaking full yeah fuck (laughs) yeah because i went on the wikipedia page and it was started in 2018 as just like a mobile game Mm -hmm. and like it wasn't like an online type thing i think it was just local yeah and then they said for a while it was anywhere between like 30 to 50 active players and then i think back in june some people in like brazil or some other country started streaming it yeah and then now everyone's streaming it and then now everyone's playing it because they're seeing all their Twitch streamers play it. Yeah, uh, a pretty popular Twitch streamer, Soda Poppin, is kind of credited as like the first like American Twitch mm. streamer because he started playing it back in July. Uh, okay. He was a huge, huge WoW streamer. Uh, yeah, I think he's been banned from WoW, so that's why he plays huh. other games now. That's funny. Yeah. The game's player count quickly rose and eventually peaked to 1.5 million concurrent players. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because we, um, we played with Alex from mm-hmm. Time for Your Hobby. Go listen to that podcast. Learn a new hobby. Yeah, yeah. He just saw me streaming it, and he popped in chat, and I was like, hey, get it. And he did, and he said that his wife, who's 
Korean mentioned like, oh, she heard of this game because it's really big in South Korea. So, oh wow, mm-hmm. so, that's funny. It's a fun little game. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we're gonna have a game night, which should be fun, and hopefully get close to ten people in a hopefully. lobby. So that way we can just have chaos. Yeah. I can't wait to just lie. I'm so bad at lying. I know. I hate being the imposter. That's why you lie when you're not the imposter. <laughs> so no one knows when you're... Nah. That's what you have to do. Nah. I hate being the imposter. Yeah. I'm good at it. I think if you watch my most recent stream... I'm good. You'll see two... Uh, two imposter wins because <laughs> mm-hmm. it wasn't like back-to-back imposters but i had like two pretty cl- close together yeah. imposter games mm-hmm. and i do good <laughs> i'm occasionally good at being a crewmate and catching imposters yes. but it's usually like just right place right time that's what it is yeah, yeah. like i went into the security camera room Turn it on, and as soon as I turned it on, saw I saw me. someone die. You saw me die. Oh, yeah, I saw someone <laughs> kill you, and I was just like, oh, fuck, what yeah. color was he? <laughs> like, not just someone, you saw me die. I forgot that part. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'll walk into a room after someone just walked by me, and I happen to be paying attention to who it was, and then I see a body, and I'm mm. like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. Um, if COVID wasn't happening, I'm sure tons of people will be playing it in person because that's what it was designed for like oh. you said like yeah. local wi-fi it was like a jackbox competitor oh yeah yeah that's true one thing i do want to say is that if you are out there playing and you get caught don't be a little bitch about it mm-hmm. all right just we saw so many people being little bitches about it and then sometimes we would see people that were just like hi yeah you're right and then mm-hmm. they vote for themselves and they'd be a good goddamn sport about it because it's just yeah. a goddamn game no. fuck bullshit i hate this yeah. game that's the the randoms, the little kids playing it. Oh Since it is just $5 or they can get it for free on their phone. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming when you play on your phone, like, do you play with You computer? can play with randoms. I don't know if it's cross-platform. Interesting. Yeah. That's fine. I tried it on my phone and it's just so hard. It's probably better with, like, a tablet. Probably. So, yeah, that was our week. <laughs> yeah, we just... <laughs> what did you do? I mean, I played more Dark Souls. Yeah. I'm getting there. Yeah. I am streaming that because i figured why not and i'm glad i am because every once in a while someone pops into chat and helps me out because i don't know everything about the game so Mm -hmm. that makes it a little more bearable and enjoyable so that's what i've been doing uh you ready to get into the topics yeah so let's talk about the trailers first okay because we watched a couple of those so let's talk about what do you want first okay do you want to talk about bly sure so the sequel to Haunting of Hill House. Spooky. Yeah, this time it's with dolls. I hate dolls. Um, dolls yeah. are like the scariest thing to me. Haunted dolls? Yeah. Or just like in real life dolls? Both. I just think if you put children and or dolls in a horror movie, fuck it. I'm, and I, that's why Chucky is the scariest movie ever. Yeah. It's like a child doll. Yeah, fuck that shit. And he also looks like a clown, so it's like mm-hmm. fucking killing three birds. <sighs> I hate, I hate it. But are you gonna grit your teeth and watch this? Show? Yes, of course, because I'm remember cheap. when the haunting of Hell House was out, and we watched it in like uh, my. We watched it in a fucking trailer. Yeah, a trailer and like 
middle of winter all alone essentially in a backyard yeah it was fucking terrifying (laughs) i didn't sleep that first night i actually i absolutely refused to watch it up until that point and Mm -hmm. then i think you watched the first episode Mm -hmm. and we're like no you should watch it and i don't think i was drunk that night i just did because i'm an idiot Mm -hmm. i want to say i watched a couple because it was the I think after I got to Bent Neck Lady, oh, that yeah. episode. Oh, yeah, when you got that, yeah, I remember. I was like, you're watching this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit's fucking creepy. So, I mean, hopefully the show keeps, I don't know, because I thought it was going to be an anthology. but It, it is. But with the same characters? They play different characters. It's just same actors. Got it. Yeah. And why, why is it called Bly Manor, though? It's based on the turn of the screw. It's another story. Oh, I was like, am I having a stroke? What What did you just say? The turn of the screw. It's a story. I don't okay. know what it's about or anything. And they just renamed it Bly Manor to be like, haha, Easter egg. Because weren't the characters in the last show, last season, their last name is Bly, right? No. I thought that was, their, I thought that was the whole thing. No. I'm checking right now. Oh, they were Crane. Yeah. That's what they were. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I thought it was Bly. No. And that's why it was Bly Manor. I was like, this is weird. So we'll definitely watch that next month. Yes. I think that should line up pretty nicely with the boys ending. Then we watched Southern Spider-Man, The Devil All the Time. Yeah. Starring Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson's in everything right now. This is his year. It's weird. In every movie, he has a different accent. Yeah. (laughs) He's just like, fuck it. I'll do it all. He's very versatile. He's showing that. It's like he picked this year to like put his foot down and be like, I'm actor. I mean, we already knew that. <laughs> yeah, we did. But I feel like he's getting his name out there way more so than normal. I think it's good timing whether or not it's on purpose because people were like very reactionary to him being Batman. I'll just say that. Right. And now it's like the perfect opportunity for him to show people like, hey, I really can't act. You're just being little assholes. Because I want to say he was announced as Batman like before the King even came out. Yeah, So it's he like, was. I can't recall. Let me see. I'm just trying to think of like what movies had come out before the King, like The Lighthouse. But yeah. not too many people saw that. So that wasn't really. Yeah. Yeah. High Life or Good Time. That's what I'm thinking of that. Like, I think that has pretty good ratings. It. yeah it's a streaming movie okay. yeah i don't know i i want to say just like smaller movies that i've never heard of but i'm yeah. sure i might be being disingenuous we're excited for pattinson yeah he's gonna do good how do you feel about tom holland not being spider-man fine yeah he's an actor i can separate a, an actor from their characters i think it's a i'm not 12 an important part of someone's career though to like break away from all they're known as Mm -hmm. and so i am curious to see how he does and how the movie plays out based on the trailer i think he'll be fine yeah i don't have i don't i like you said after we watch it like i have no idea what the movie's about yeah but i'm still interested we're definitely going to watch it because it comes out uh like two weeks or something or next week no the 16th i want to say like the day this episode so it already came out two weeks from now right we're that ahead yeah um yeah i don't have too much to say about it it's you know sebastian stan is cool um he was in he was good in itania so i know he can do more than be winter soldier Mm -hmm. yeah i don't scars guard yeah 
he's creepy mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what he's in yeah. um yeah i don't really know the other actors or actresses so i can't speak on their roles mm-hmm. uh but yeah another one coming out we're excited for mm-hmm. and then the last trailer i figured we'd talk about dune big movie coming out i've been excited for it and that's why i decided to read the book earlier this year to kind of get prepped for it and i am glad i did because that is a dense book and so what are your thoughts on the movie looks different yeah because i gave you a little like spoiler yeah it was very vague though so because it's spoiler free yeah um just to kind of give you like a little primer so you have more of an idea of like what the story is other than yeah. like sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi Game of Thrones. I think that's what people keep saying it is. That's what I said. Yeah. When I was trying to understand it. And it, I guess you could say it is, but based on the first book, it's a lot smaller scale than Game of Thrones. It's yeah. not like a dozen families going yeah. at it. Uh, it's really just like two families feuding. Mm-hmm. And what I am mostly curious about with this movie is that... Um, it's already announced that it's going to be two parts for the book. It's oh. a it's a dense book, so yeah. there's no way they could do it all in one movie. Yeah. And uh, Dennis Villeneuve. I don't know how to say his name. Dennis Villeneuve. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, big director did Arrival, Sicario, uh, Blade Runner 2049. He is quickly becoming like the director to get for any sort of sci-fi that you want. Anyways. I read somewhere that before he agreed to do the movie, he needed to know that he would be able to do two parts. Even if the first one bombed, he was like, I'm not filming the first one until I know I can make two. So, yeah, I think that's very smart of him mm-hmm. because apparently people have seen like interviews and stuff and like this has always been his dream project. And mm-hmm. he's like, Dune was the book that got him into sci-fi uh, and that was entire career sci-fi now it's like here make the fucking dune movie he's like i can't mess this up mm-hmm. i can't make I respect it. that yeah so i it's good that someone is willing to put their foot down mm-hmm. because he does have the weight behind him as a director yeah i think he's earned some cred like for... he's shown like i know what i'm doing so when i say i can't do this in one movie yeah. i can't i'm glad that they've trusted him right okay. One thing, knowing that the movie is two, it's going to be split, or the book is going to be two parts. I am curious how they're going to split it. And that's what I saw a lot of people saying. It's like, there isn't necessarily like a good climax in the first half of the books. Book. I mean, it's not a great comparison, but when Deathly Hallows was split into two, they didn't split it really down the middle. They kind of took like, the first three quarters of the book for the first movie mm-hmm. and then and then spent a lot of time on the big climax and the battle at the end and i think because of that and i want to say most people would agree it's like the first part is pretty boring because it feels like nothing's happening yeah and that's what i worry about with dune yeah it's like if you there isn't really a big thing and like i would say it's kind of similar up until like the last quarter then it's like boom 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 crazy shit's happening Mm -hmm. and it's just like if you wait until the first big thing to happen to end the first movie it's like what do you do for the last two hours that the second movie is going to be i don't know i just think at least for book purists 
they'll appreciate, even if not a lot's happening and it doesn't catch the eye of just regular moviegoers, they'll appreciate the time and attention to the exposition, the character development, the build-up, the world-building, even if nothing crazy's happening. Like, I can still appreciate that they're putting time in to right. go through this whole world that's new to me. Yes. So. But that's not how they make movies. They're going to have to, like, force a climax somehow, and so it's like when because mm-hmm. even i can't speak to that i've never yeah. read this fucking book I'm right probably yeah not going to i'm sorry it's it's hard yeah it, it just it I, I can read but... no but i'm saying like it just it throws you in it it just mm-hmm. names and planets and like weird magics and stuff like it's Isn't it kind of like game of thrones then oh, i think it's different though because it's game of thrones at least at the beginning it's a lot more grounded and it's just like po- politics and that's it but yeah. it's like this it's like different planets and ecosystems and races and it's just all thrown at you at once and it's just like Mm -hmm. i can't i mean like it talks about um like it'd be like if the first chapter of game of thrones got all into the lore of white walkers and the children of the forest or whatever they were called okay like that's all it did because it's like the first chapter or so you see it in the trailer is that like hit that scene with him in the box yeah and that's because like uh the witches or whatever they're called like bene gesserits and see (laughs) and it's like it starts going through like the rankings of them and how they're important and like the significance of this box and That's the first chapter, and then, like, it doesn't get easier from there. It just, yeah. like, doubles down every chapter. Mm-hmm. So, that's... It, it's hard. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. a dense... Dense. So, when you were reading this book, did you have any kind of pictures in mind of what these characters looked like? I don't typically. Okay. Like, I just... I don't know. I don't know how I don't, but, like, I often just don't picture the characters too much. That's weird. I know. Like, I'm reading a book right now, and, like, I'm pretty sure the main character's on the front cover, and so when I'm reading her chapters and stuff, I, like, look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> after the first time they introduce them, they don't describe them again, so I yeah. forget, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, I just, they're just... I just can't read a book without picturing what they probably look like, or what I think they look like. Yeah. That's weird that you just don't... They have, like, some form, and it's just, like, I just... It's different. Like, I don't need to picture them. It's just I picture, like, what their point in the story so far is and, like, what they're trying to accomplish and things like that. You can do both. Like, it's... I just picture more of, like, the summary of who they are as a person mm-hmm. since it's... I don't know. It's a book. It's not a visual medium. It's, like, a... I know, but it's part of the fun to... Clearly not. Imagine. Oh. I always just want to know if when they make movies or books, if that's what you pictured them to look like at all. But it never crossed your mind what I mean, these people's with, faces or anything looked like. I would say at least with uh, Dune, Paul, he is like, he is not a child, but like he's a teenager. And so I think Timothy Chalamet, like he's a teenager on the cusp of becoming a yeah. full adult, adult man. Yeah. And so like, I think Timothy Chalamet is an adult now, but... He, has he definitely that, looks like a fucking yes. teenager. He looks like the son of a duke. Yeah. And that's... So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's not that I pictured him looking like Timothy Chalamet, but when they announced it, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that does make sense. And the love interest, is she also, like, a teenager? Uh, They don't really, like, say, because, okay. I mean, it's not really swears, but, like, they're not... Human? They're not as, like... Their society is different. Okay. That's what I'll say. And so, like, years isn't 
what is that? What's a birthday? So they're like the Dothraki. Uh, they yeah. don't celebrate things. No, Khal Drogo, he's in like the Duke's army. I know. Anyway, Dune, we'll, we're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Maybe if theaters are open. I mean, if they're open now, they're going to stay open. You don't know I, that. I think the seal is broken. So yeah, you want to get into the weekly kind of maybe not the really semi-weekly. weekly. The semi-weekly. The semi-reoccurring. We need another topic. It's the reoccurring topic theme mm-hmm. of hey, let's watch chick flicks that I haven't seen and maybe you haven't seen. Most of them I've seen. Most of them, but not this one. No. Because we watched Heather's. Because mm-hmm. I've heard about it, and it's not what I expected. Did you expect some, like, Mean Girls type chick flick? Um, No, because I knew, like, people died. Yeah. I knew that. Um, So I thought it was going to be a little more serious, I would say, than this one was. No. It was so weird because it's like, it was clearly aware of what it was, but at the same time, it was still cheesy. Mm -hmm. 80s movies. (laughs) Yeah. And also, this movie would never get released with that script. In today's day. Why? What are you talking about? There are so many F-bombs. F-bomb I can't say. Oh. Yeah. The not fuck F-bomb. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there were so many of those. And just, it was odd. It was such a, it's such a time capsule, mm-hmm. I would say, of American culture. Yeah. Yeah. In more ways than one. Right. Um, I... New Christian Slater was in it, but I just didn't realize how young Christian Slater is. And so when he was like the heartthrob of the movie, I was like, oh, yeah. Because I. The heartthrob? He is. The first like scene, or I mean, the first scene is them playing fucking. Croquet. Croquet. Crochet. And then after that is the cafeteria, essentially. That's like the next big scene. There's like a hallway scene or whatever. Yeah. But like, once. Uh, Veronica sees him like that's all she can stare oh, at her, and stuff. Oh, her panties hit the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slept with him that night. Yeah. Spoilers, fucking... by the way. I think everyone's seen this 32-year-old movie. Is that math? 89, so 31. Yeah. So again, I was just surprised at how young he looked. Yes, he was a baby. What's so that? was Winona Ryder. Right. Because um, I had only ever seen the only thing I've seen Christian Slater in is Mr. Robot. That's it. And he's Mr. A, Robot. Yeah, he's the dad. Oh. So I'm just like a dad Slater. Yeah. That's funny. Right. So just very, very, very different points in his life. That's really funny. What did you think of the movie? It was funny. Yeah, I was surprised at the humor I got. Yeah, I knew it. it was a dark comedy, and. It has really good reviews for being a box office flop. Yes. It's a cult classic. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I guess teen suicide was a thing at the time. Still is. I know, but like (laughs) on a scale where they needed to make a satire about it. Right. It's interesting. And I think it was, it wasn't, it was satirizing satire. What's the, what's the verb for satire? satirizing satirizing yeah it was like satirizing i'm just gonna go with it yeah like schools specifically reaction to teen suicide it's schools and society where like you know it's it's glamorized and it's not taken seriously and you have the hippie teacher that's like trying to yeah sell it and then you know it becomes like oh the popular kids thing to do like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I can't tell if the dialogue was them trying too hard to be teenagers or they really were just like, this is how teenagers talk when they first realize they can swear. I feel like it was poking fun at adults and what they think teenagers But is that giving them too much credit? That's what I don't know. I think a lot of thought was put into this movie, surprisingly. I could be wrong. Fuck me with the chainsaw. Fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Whatever. Who the fuck says that? And what adult thinks teenagers talk like that? That's what I'm saying. I think it's an adult saying this is probably what adults think teenagers sound mm-hmm. like. It's just there were a ton of F-bombs. Mm-hmm. Bitches. So, so many swear words. Yes. All the time. Yes. And, and just, I really loved the few scenes with Veronica and her parents where, like, they just kind of said the same things each time. And thanks for the pate, but I gotta go, gotta motor it if I'm gonna be on time for this funeral. I mean, that, they mirrored that scene specifically with one earlier about going to a party. Yeah. So that's why it was funny. And then yeah. they were down to that bit. Yeah. But every time she had a scene with her parents, they were just fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because it's you're seeing everything from her perspective, Veronica's yeah. perspective. Yeah. And parents are idiots. Yeah, it's gonna sound mean. I don't think it holds up just because dialogue's rough. Dialogue's rough, but funny. It's just clearly a joke. I don't know. I'm just talking about like the message. Like, I don't think I think it had a point, and then it didn't effectively say it towards the end where. It got muddled. It got really muddled and kind of didn't wrap itself up cleanly. And it's, it had a couple of different like threads and it didn't know which theme it wanted to be like Mm -hmm. the main theme. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't polish it up or if they felt like it was good enough. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Maybe they didn't give a shit about the themes. They just wanted to tell a fucking satire about teenage suicide don't do it right they just wanted the punchlines and yeah which main jokes you were cracking up at some of these jokes it's funny yeah it just i was mostly laughing at just how ridiculous the characters were talking the only like gag i would say that got me was the The football football yeah like that's objectively funny yeah you loved every scene they were in. Right. Because you lost your shit in the cafeteria when it went to their table and they had like eight milk cartons in front of them. Because like, <laughs> it was them just drinking their milk in one scene and then it like a little bit of time passed and then there were like eight milk cartons in front of them. Like, what is it with these fucking macho men and their milk? Gotta build muscles, be big and strong. <sighs> they just got mommy issues. No, it's not Homelander. It's very similar. That's all it reminds me of. No. Fucking it's definitely milk. like they're trying to bulk up and they're yeah. trying to get protein. So ridiculous. Yes. What you you said they were like the McPoyles? Yeah, a hundred percent. They're the McPoyles. No, I mean they would have been like in high school the same time as the Reynolds and shit. So they're just yeah. they're the McPoyles. Yeah. They're the McPoyles of Ohio. The, yeah. The McPoyles went to uh, Westerberg High School. Yeah, in Sherwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the Heather Click. They didn't really know what to do with Heather McNamara. That like it's kind of related to your like not knowing what theme they want to stick with and stuff. Like they kind of injected some character into her at the very end with yeah. her calling in the radio yeah. and. But it just it felt like odd. Like they wanted a trio of Heather's, but they're like, "Eh, what's the third one do?" Yeah, 
she's sad sometimes and did you like heathers uh it's not a chick flick to me no it's fine i don't know i just uh, my perception of it was always just like the girl it's like a girl movie like a girl throwback movie yeah that's what i would say yeah like but i think it's accessible right in the same way to me like clueless is i've never seen clueless gotta add it to the list or it's you've like you've seen it yes the point is it's got turn in the table you've never seen no this is my topic it, i saw it once like 20 years ago okay like, fine we'll watch clueless but my perception my memory of clueless it's like it's a girl movie but it's accessible to where like it has enough story yeah and comedy for to be got fun paul for rudd me. paul rudd's in clueless it's her doesn't older age. brother he doesn't age. i mean he, he looks young <laughs> He doesn't age. He definitely looks young. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Heather's was fine. Um, it was fun. What was the last movie we watched? 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. I would say this was funnier than oh, yeah. 500 Absolutely. Days of Summer. I enjoyed this one more than 500 Days of Summer, but it's never going to make it to like, my top 50, 100, 200 movies. <laughs> I want you to sit down and do your top 200 movies just to prove that Heather's is not in there. Yeah, that's a challenge. By the end of the year, I want you to do that. I'm giving you a lot of time. Mm-hmm. That'll be episode 300. Sure. Debating. Your top 200 movies. Or 100. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Heathers? No. Last topic. Now we can get into... We're going from girls to the boys. Yeah. Episodes three and four. This podcast is for the boys. Probably. Three and four. We are done with two episodes a week now that we're caught up good on amazon we talked about that last episode so episode three things finally started happening they were on a boat for most of the episode i thought that was episode three didn't they get the brother in episode two i thought they got him in episode three they got the brother at the end of episode two oh, okay. and then they went on the boat they, in well the- they we were, never saw them get on the they boat. They were on the boat <laughs> they when just started the boat. started. Right. And Hugh was being all depressed. And Kamiko's brother was locked in a room. Duct taped and chained. Yeah. And then the Compound V story came out. Yes. Starlight leaked it. Butcher didn't care. Yeah. Made Huey mad. Yeah. Every, Huey's so mad this season. He's so angsty. I think, he, I think he's finally able to process... <laughs> Some of the stuff because he's been essentially quarantined on lockdown for I don't yeah, know how long because he's been wanted. Yeah, it's been it's been several months. I know right, that. and so I think he's able to process and be angry about what's going mm-hmm. on. Like probably feel like everything's unfair right now. Yeah, girlfriend died or fiance, right? Robin. Yeah, they were just dating. I thought that maybe he was going to marry yeah, her. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. He, she died. Father he got died. involved in this weird world of superheroes, and then he lied to new girlfriend Annie, mm-hmm. and she could actually kill him. But she doesn't. No. So he has a lot going on, and I think it's just he's finally able to be upset. Yeah. And he's lashing out. Yes. And then he was pretty, rightfully so, thinking he was dead mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah. So, I get it. So... I feel like not a lot happens on the boat. A woo. A woo. <laughs> Fucking butchers. Is Keith Urban actually like British or whatever? He's not American. Okay. I'm checking. It's, I'm, 
also pretty sure it's Carl Urban. Is it Carl? Is Keith Urban the country singer? Yes. It's Carl Urban. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you think he's from? Keith Urban is not American. Fucking who? I don't know. Where's Carl Urban from? I hope you say fucking like Ohio or some shit. New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. Okay. So he really is an American. Yeah. Where is Keith Urban from? Uh, I'm going to say fucking Texas. Australia. Really? (laughs) And he's a country singer? They have that down there? Yeah. <laughs> down under? Who was he married to? Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I'm like, she's Australian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, After that makes sense now. Tom Cruise dumped her. Uh, she dumped him and signed probably like 30 NDAs because she's never come out against Scientology. Anyway. Not allowed to. What? Not allowed to. Yeah. Neither is Katie Holmes. Anyway, that'll be relevant when we talk about episode four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, nothing really happened until the end of the episode. The when... deep is back. I was going to say that. Oh, okay. Until the end of the episode. The deep when... is back. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> anyway. Try three. Someone at Vought found out where the terrorist was. Oh, because... They destroyed it. They destroyed the NYPD helicopter because Butcher stole a boat, and that's smart when you're wanted. I mean, they weren't trying to destroy it, but... I mean, Frenchie, brother did it. Frenchie gave him a can of energy drink. And can... he can psychic it into a shiv, apparently. Yeah, he just crushed it, and then he had a sharp edge. Yeah. It makes sense to me. I wasn't saying it didn't make sense. I was just explaining what happened. So that's why Vought knows where they are. Yes. And then the Deep found them. He's back. The Deep is back, Cody. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to kill myself. How'd the you Deep like... is so useless as a superhero. But... And I just, I don't feel bad for him. I don't because he's a fucking rapist. They're trying to, though. I know they're trying to, but I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Like, all he can do is, like, talk to animals, which, like, oh, my God, that looks scary because it's a giant whale. But, like, fucking Butcher figured out, you can just drive a boat through this whale. Mm-hmm. And then the deep is useless. Yeah. It's not their boat. Why do they care what happens to it? Yeah, it's not their whale. <laughs> yeah. Lucy. God, so sad. But I don't care. I don't care about the deep being sad. I care about the whale dying mm-hmm. uselessly. And then we had the good scene with Starlight telling him to fuck off. Which you appreciated. Yeah, because it's this they're trying to make you feel bad for him and want him to get better and accept himself and stop using girls like that. But like he still did stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And they're reminding us Starlight's not gonna let us forget what he did to her. Right. Like she still remembers it and has feelings about it. Yeah. Just because he finds God or whatever the fuck those people are giving him in Fresca. Like no, you you still did this shit. Mm. So I like that they're not letting him just get away with it and have some redemption arc. <sighs> and then we end, essentially, I'm yada yadaing a little bit, but Stormlight. Stormlight? Stormfront. Yes. Stormfront. Yes. I Dragon Ball Z fusioned yeah. Starlight and Stormfront. Yeah. Uh, Before you get into that, though, she's racist. Starlight almost got caught. With Huey yeah. and Homelander. Well, it comes back in the... Yeah, but then nothing happens of it, I would Whatever. say. Anyway, it's just... It's a thread that we need to keep an eye on. Yeah. Anyway, Stormfront is fucking racist. Yes. And 
people were pointing out her earrings are like little lightning bolts, but they're shaped like the SS. SS. Mm-hmm. So she's fucking racist. She's a mega racist and yeah. murdered a apartment complex of black people because they were there. Yeah. She threw her enemies, I guess. Kamiko's brother. She threw him into the and apartment Kimiko. building. Yeah. And, you know. Went just, out of her way to cause destruction. Yes. To make it seem like the brother did it. Yes. And then she and then called. And when she killed him, she called him, I'm a, sorry. Called him a yellow bastard. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Quote from the show. It was fucked up. <laughs> and everyone's memeing because everyone was hoping Stormfront would be the one to save yeah, Bot. No. She's a superhero. She's fucked. Yeah. God. So sad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, now we're on episode four. Homelander's pissed He's that mad. she exists in yeah. his world. <laughs> and not because she's racist. He doesn't give a shit about that. I don't think he realizes that. It's just because she has the spotlight now. Yes, that's all he cares about. Yeah, that's yeah, really funny. He's a little baby. So he's dealing with that in his own creepy way with the doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to talk about who that. Who he kills. Yeah, that's all we need to say about that. Which is great. Butcher tries to save his wife. Yeah, he finds her and she realizes he's like a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. And she'd rather stay and prevent Homelander 2 from happening. Yes. Which is her mission, mm-hmm. which is admirable. Mm-hmm. It's just the mom thing, which, you know. I think it's, I think it's just decent human being. Well, yeah, but like she's mostly staying because she knows that as soon as they got out, Butcher would try to turn over right ryan and she doesn't want ryan to be raised without her because she doesn't want him to be a homelander too Mm -hmm. anyway sad we got the road trip mother's milk because uh before butcher left he uh, said he was leaving to go get his wife and no one go with him and he gave them a note that the cia lady or ex-cia mallory grace mallory yes uh, she told him to go check out this Liberty girl. Down she was in... like a superhero in the seventies. No one's really heard from her since, but they have like a lead on where she is and something about her that can help them. So the mother's milk, Annie, she goes with cause she got uh, threatened very seriously by Homelander mm-hmm. because of the Huey thing where she didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. And so she went with them. She just kind of wanted a break from being around the tower and constantly feeling like Homelander's going to come around and kill her. Yeah. And whatever they had that wholesome little we didn't start the fire sing along yeah i you know they annie and huey whatever they did it was cute yeah but it's come on we knew it was coming yeah as soon as she wanted to go on the road trip like they were gonna hook up yeah uh but we get to find out that uh the liberty address that you gave them was actually a victim of liberties mm-hmm. because this was a woman a black woman who brother was assaulted and killed mm-hmm. by Liberty. He was like mutilated. Yes. Like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. They showed his face. So sad. And Vought paid them off $2,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so she is saying that Stormfront is Liberty. Mm-hmm. So Big she, reveal. She went from 1979 to present day. Still looking like she's fucking... Young. 20 years old um 30s late 20s to me whatever anyway reveal so crazy the big 
discussion, I think, is does she just not age? Or do you think they have some sort of, like, cryogenic thing where they could literally just, like, displace her for this amount of time and then... I don't know. I want to... I want to think that her compound V kind of makes her immortal. Like, not aging. Immortal, I mean. Like, she could probably die, but, like, kind of, you get to a certain age. Well, natural causes. kind of what you look like. Natural causes won't kill them. They're like sharks. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Literally. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if they've ever really, maybe they did in season one, talked about, like, the lifespan of heroes. Yeah. Because, I mean, Homelander made it seem like before him, there wasn't a Seven, there wasn't a Vought. So, it's like are they just really new it's just i don't know like that's why i'm not sure if she's just doesn't age they don't age or if they froze her or something i don't know it's interesting yeah that's all i'm trying to figure out and then if that's the case she could be like a hundred years old like we just don't know like it all depends on when compound v started though yeah because i can't imagine they had compound v before world war ii or something Mm because it'd be I feel like it has to be a fairly recent thing because otherwise it'd be kind of like Watchmen where it's like Vietnam War ended very differently because America had a superhero. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in The Boys, that wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We don't know yet, mm-hmm. but we will. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So... I did, once they revealed that Stormfront was a racist, <laughs> um, I kind of looked into like the comic version and I didn't get anything spoiled, um, but I guess in this comic, Stormfront's a guy. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I so. feel like it doesn't change too much. It doesn't. So. I just thought it was interesting. I think all it does is benefit the show because we have those early episodes with her being like middle finger about being a girl superhero. Yeah. Which everyone loved. Mm-hmm. Oh, how young we were. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Uh, what? Last thing I want to talk about with these two episodes is Homelander, and I, I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna die this season. I think they're like building up to him being taken. I out. can see it, but I don't want it to happen just because the actor's so good. He's really good, but I just it's he is going off the rails, mm-hmm. and when he starts doing that, they're not gonna be able to control him, and so you can't have him being off the rails for three seasons. Yeah, let's say. Let's yeah. say, like, they make it a season five. Homelander can't be around in season five. Yeah. So I just, I think they're setting it up to have him and Stormfront have a huge conflict and some combination of superheroes are going to team up against one another. Yeah. Like, I think Stormfront's going to worm tongue her way through the seven because now A-Train doesn't like Homelander because, yeah, A-Train is kicked out. Yeah. They replaced him with Shockwave because A-Train can't run anymore mm-hmm. ever since his heart condition. Yeah. So I think they're going to use... Or Stormfront is going to use, you know, Maeve. Maeve's not happy with him now. Because that was something I mm. wanted to bring up. Homelander fucking outed her. On the Maria Menounos show. God. That's fucked up. Yeah. She was. Uh, I, I think it's really sad because she didn't even really have a chance to be upset about that because she was so afraid for. Elena. Elena. Elena, sorry. Yeah. Like, that's so sad to me. Because yes. that's such a personal thing for people mm-hmm. to choose when they do that. And then it became, it wasn't even about that very quickly. We saw Homelander TKO Maeve on live TV. Oh God, it was so sad. I really like Maeve as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, it's, um, 
all of the seven, even the deep. Yeah. Homelander called his He's gills disgusting. He's coming to terms with his gills, and then he called them disgusting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the only one that we haven't seen Homelander be shitty to is Black Noir, because how could you be mean to the perfect superhero? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't identify as anything. Yeah. Really. So. Because he's not anything. So we got that covered. Yeah. <laughs> Diversity. Yeah. In the seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I think that's what the season's main climax is going to be is the Stormfront and allies versus Homelander. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's where I think we're going. Yeah. I think Stormfront's already got Starlight. Mm-hmm. Just. For being so anti-vought publicly. As far as we know, only the audience is aware of Stormfront being a racist piece of shit. Yeah. None of the seven know. Yeah. So. Yeah. uh, I think because of that, Stormfront will easily be able to get more allies. Absolutely. So. And it also helps that Edgar, Stan Edgar picked her. And Edgar clearly does not like Homelander. Mm-hmm. So he wants someone to combat Homelander and like dethrone him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it all makes sense and it's all like meshing together. Yeah. Good writing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Does the casting for season three influence your belief that Homelander is I don't want to talk die? about that. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that on the podcast. Okay. Just I want to keep it to... What we've seen, okay. what the show has given us, okay. and go from there. Okay. Um, but for real, has it kind of impacted your belief or no? I mean, I was already sold on the idea. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what they'll do with Homelander. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They made him too evil, and you can't have that on a show forever. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Just a good show. It's a good show. We'll be back next week. Talking about more. That's going to do it for this episode. We're going to have a guest on next week. It's going to be exciting. I know we said we were going to watch I'm Thinking of Ending Things, but we're going to watch it next week with the guest because they wanted to talk about it with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we're going to talk about The Boys, Episode 5, and that might be it. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.